Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast, Season 4. With your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the Executive Protection Practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect your children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family, I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle and those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time you already know what i'm saying is true so if that sounds interesting to you enjoy the show out boom what's up you guys we're back for another podcast this podcast is going to be special uh it's they're all special but there's certain ones where this one's really going to help you guys level up if you take advantage of it when it comes to learning and tactics and becoming the most proficient protectors that you can be, uh, getting that edge, like everyone's always Googling cheat codes and, you know, six minute <laughs> abs and all this stuff. Like this actually legitimately, like, like is a cheat code about to let drop on you here. So I'm on yeah. this podcast with Vance McMurray of Autotelic Performance Solutions. Um, and we're about to take y'all to the next level, man. How you doing, brother? Hey, man, man, I'm doing great. I'm honored to be here, sir. 100%. You know, hey. it's especially the guys like what you're doing and everybody that listens and the kind of guests that you've had on, on your podcast, man, I feel not worthy more than anything. So I'm grateful, grateful for the time, you know. Oh, 100%. That is, uh, it's, it's humbling to hear that. And um, man, I just, it's just good people trying to do good work, you know. There you and, go. And, the battlefield changes, you know, like once upon a time we're out there doing whatever we were doing in, in the sand or out wherever they had us. And like yeah. now we're kind of fighting a, a different battle, you know, to get our skills and, and capabilities, try to improve the the, yeah. the protectors of the planet, man. This is a whole nother kind of game, you know, so we're still in it. Yeah. Hey, man, the fascinating thing is like this shit hadn't changed, right? It's all the same stuff, right? Just pull the trigger more type of thing, right? Yeah. Like it's what it's always been. And, yeah. you know, that's what's super fascinating to me and the people that we work with. And my my business partner is like that. This is like really the first big thing that's happened in our industry that can change things and move things more than one or two or three percent, right? Yep. Because the two things on that, like one, the tactics are getting out there. Everybody's yeah. getting tactics. Like, the tactics yeah, are they're evolving really quickly. Everyone can hop online and Google and get up in there and, and do a lot of damage with understanding how to fight. The Even the gaming world is improving tactics. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you get an airsoft running around. Uh, yeah. that, that could be a problem, you know. But uh-huh. this having a cognitive edge, you know, that, okay. that that's an advantage. And also, you know, with all the trauma that our demographic sustains, having something that can possibly help with that is is huge. Yeah, yeah, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, it's it's. Um, I'm trying to think how to frame like this short story up. Uh, just hit it, man. You know, you, yeah, yeah. So you know, you 
you think through like what got me into this, right. Was yeah. uh, shooting faster and more accurately. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a couple guys on my team back in the day that, that were just like, you know, out of the matrix type stuff. And to a young, I say young, like 28, 29 year old guy, like it was something I'd never seen before. And it's still, you know, now 30 years later, I'm, I've romanticized about it and, and here we are, but you know, what is, what's really drawing us a lot in the law enforcement space um, is this whole wellness side of this, right? Is, mm-hmm. you know, the cognitive side that you mentioned, but, you know, as, as I push into this, um, like I was doing a ride along with uh, Austin EMS just a couple of weeks ago and um, two, obviously two paramedics on the truck, but uh, both of them, one has been a paramedic for 30 years, prior army guy, uh, was an infantry guy. The, the other one, uh, been a paramedic for 20 years, but was uh, a medic in second range of the time. And so we had a bunch of deployments to Afghanistan. And so when we when we do our and what I was doing with them was doing our performance reboot. Like I, you know, I'd sent you that one pager on on the reboot, right? Which just yeah. massively suppresses the sympathetic nervous system. And and so I did one at the beginning to shift to measure like the the reduction in anxiety. And I could tell like this cat, like, yeah, he would. It's not unusual for guys with his background that they were he was kind of fighting it. Like I could I, the normal effect that I see on guys, especially with high stress dudes like this, like mm-hmm. it's it's much more material. And so he was just kind of let, but you could you, you could see the numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I just kind of let it let it run its thing. And as the the shift goes on, right? We start talking to him and um he starts talking, he's got some low back pain and he's got like glute pain and hamstring issues. And so I started using using our device on his body to loosen up those muscles and just get that tension out. And, you know, it was really fascinating as I could start to see his whole, his whole demeanor relax, right? Because he was carrying that pain, you know, because we think about, well, it hurts up here, right? Pain in our body is here, right? Because pain um, hits our brain in 14 different parts of the brain. 14, really? Yeah. Yeah, so all sorts of emotions, just how we carry our face. I mean, it's it's a lot, right? You think 14 different parts of the brain that affect no. 14 different parts of the body. Wow. You know, everything from breathing to heart rate to all of muscle control. And, and so I'm a big believer, right, that we manifest stress in our body. Yeah. And if you actually, when you start to map out the different parts of the brain, they're affected by pain. Um, you start to think about it. Well, I have a hard time breathing when I'm really stressed up. Well, it's because the brain is doing things to your lungs to make it feel that way. Or, you know, my low back hurts or my hips hurt, whatever. You know, that's the, the body's manifestation of trauma. And, and even your, your cognitive abilities, like it's like some of your bandwidth is being sucked up by that pain. Right. Um, it's like you're not thinking as clearly. You're not. You're, right. Your whole frequency's off. Like your whole vibe is, yeah, is yeah. a little bit more shunted, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but this guy, as, as I was working with him throughout the day, you know, I was just like, we started talking about stuff he'd been through in Ranger Battalion and all that. And you can imagine a bunch of deployments to Afghanistan as a medic and, and regiment. Like he's, he's seen some stuff. Yeah. He, he got it. And, and so I could, and I could tell like he was, just high stress. And so I, as I worked with him, I was like, man, you know, you, 
you got to let some of this shit go. And, and he knew about my background. And, and as we were working through stuff, you know, we'd start talking about things and start working through some of it. And um, then that night, because I was there for 12 hours of the, the 24 hour shift with them. Um, and we did a reboot at the, the end of that 12 hours for him. And I, I just kind of leaned into him and I was like, dude, just all this stuff that's happened to you through the years, you got to let it go. Yeah. You got to let this, I was like, just pick one of these things and just blow it out of your body. And, you know, I mean, within about 10 minutes, like, I mean, he really, I could just see the whole face relax and all the normal stuff from the reboot that would happen, but it was just, you know, so I, I feel like there's a lot of this mental, I shouldn't say mental health, it's wellness type of thing that's going on that, you know, it's high stress, man. And especially when you kind of stay in that world for as long as a lot of you guys have, you know, the ability to like reboot the nervous system, expand the field of view, suppress, you know, all of these like really interesting things that are happening with it. It's, it's powerful, dude. That's gnarly. When you said pick one of these things, and like let it out, like blast it out. Did you mean like a topic or was it like a target that you guys have or was that? Uh, no, I mean, it, for him, it was just stress, right? I think uh-huh. it was, I, di- I didn't want to, you know, it was my first time to meet this guy and I didn't want to be like, hey, dude, like, what, what have you been through, you know? And so, <laughs> you know, I, I know personally, like when, you, when you've been downrange, right, you, we all hold on to stuff. Retain and yeah for whatever reason and and so i just um you know i asked him a couple times through the day i was like you know are there other things that you've just held on to that you kind of like stay with you and he was like yeah there's a few and so that was when i said pick one thing i said just pick pick one of these instances and just blow it out man just let it go it's the past yeah ask this for information not identification man i mean look at you man I <laughs> do what I can, man. I, you know, I'm just a jock grunt, bro. I had to work hard. You know, I, I was the guy in boot camp. They were like, Rogers ain't smart, but he's gonna be real strong. <laughs> you know? So I, I had to work hard to try to get something in, in my brain box. But I um no nah, man, that's that's awesome. And then like you were saying, rebooting the the nervous system, man, because our bodies hold on to this this memory of this, these traumas and getting blown yeah. up been in multiple IEDs and you know I just I always wonder like how I'm different I know how I'm different in many ways but I know that my subconscious mind has like a knot in there a couple because I have top five of them yeah. ones, <laughs> you know that are like yeah. oh, it's that time you yeah. know so that's really valuable um and then we'll get into your background but just one question sparked off that is like yeah you're saying like rebooting the nervous system uh can you go into that a little bit like yeah yeah, so this this machine that we use is is made by a company called Nuex Technologies, and I, I used to work for them. Uh, and so they make a, a kind of a next generation electric stimulation device called the NX Pro. And we are the their sole distributor for military and law enforcement uh, mm-hmm. in the U.S. And and so the the device is unique in that it has a blended waveform of electricity. So alternating current and direct current into a single waveform. We're going to get Super real sciencey, y'all. It's yeah, going to happen. Gonna... Just let it happen. <laughs> Just let it happen. Follow us. And Vince is going to walk you to a place where you understand where we're going here. We get there back you go, to man. in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so that the benefit, like most of us, especially vets, right? We've been around in the VA or 
army or meta, uh, military medicine has given us like a ESTEM device, you know, a TENS unit to put on your body, which is just alternating current. Mm-hmm. And so that just talks to motor neurons in the body. So it'll make a, a motor unit in a muscle fire. It'll make it trigger, which is what makes that muscle movement. You know, like if you've worked with a TENS device, that happens. So the, the challenge with TENS units is you can't move when you get to a high intensity through it. Like it'll seize a muscle, which okay. is not good, right? And so all it's really doing is cycling blood to try to get lactate out of the muscles. And so what, what the NX Pro does, which is the device we use, is it... The alternating current blended with direct current. So the AC current talks to motor neurons. It can make motor, motor neurons um, fire. Um, but more importantly, what it does is it recruits more motor neurons for said task, say shooting a gun, driving a car, doing close quarters battle, uh, breaching, you name it, insert your task of choice into that, right? So we, we have a technology that what the AC current does is, um, when you're doing the said tasks, let's say shooting, because that's what got us into this, right? Um, the AC side of the waveform recruits 2,000 times the number of motor unit, units and muscles that you would normally use. Okay. Super crazy. I mean, it's incredible, like, what happens. And you're not, like, over strong? Because, like, one of the problems I've had with shooting is I, like, try to do it too hard sometimes. I've had to, like, literally be like, yo, bro relax yeah. <laughs> like, no, this, you're not fighting this isn't muscly time <laughs> you yeah, yeah. know like, like you shoot yeah fast, you can relax your hands and your forearms bro like and there i had to like really work on being like not being like turtle in and you know, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. so i had to like um and so you're you're you you have control and you're not like all that action all that stimulation doesn't cause you to um overdo it Right. Yeah, exactly. And so that's really what it's honestly, it's almost like we rehearsed this man because the direct current side of the waveform um, is what talks to sensory neurons in the body. So think the nervous system. Okay. Right. And so the really one of the many interesting things, but so that the DC side, that nervous system or sensory neuron kind of communication that we're able to have muscle compensation, pain, any of that type of stuff, literally put the machine on, goes out the window, right? And so any imbalance that you may have, whether, especially if you're, let's stay with shooting, right? Handgun shooting, so soldier, clavicle injuries, neck injuries that create imbalances in the shooting platform, like goes out the window. And so you you almost instantly have this like balanced shooting platform that, right? When you're, when you pull the trigger, part of what we're trying to do is manage that recoil, right? And if you're unbalanced, the weapon's going to go to one side or another or up or down more than normal because your platform isn't stable. And so even, even if you're moving, and so we can stabilize that platform in a way um, that helps you control recoil faster, right? And so unlike the TENS unit that is all alternating current, what we've, what NUX has done is created that waveform that is a little piece of AC current. So recruit more muscles, then the DC current that talks to the nervous system that says, hey, you can move as smoothly and as fast as you want. Wow. And now since we're doing shooting, let's say, right, that waveform is going right into the parts of the brain responsible for shooting or responsible for driving. And so now we have this really fascinating concept that um, I call it neurological repetitions. And and so the the nervous system gets the amount of energy that it feels like 250 repetitions a second. 
Oh. And yeah, thus so you form like stronger neural pathways and deeper, like lasting high quality software in, in your brain box. Maybe. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Because you know, then then when you think about it, right, is you know, in a matter of let's say, you know, 10 minutes of training, you're gonna get like 150,000 reps. Oh man, yo, all y'all dry firing at home right now. Right. You know? <laughs> like this is the future. Yeah, it totally is, man. So you think about it, right? And that's how, honestly, like we've taken, at one police department here in Texas, they were like, hey, can you work with remedial shooters? Yeah. And Once yeah, again, and so, you know, I'm not a police, I'm not a police officer. I never have been. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was like, yeah, sure. Tell me about this remedial shooting problem. And right. And I'm, and this is the range master, you know, for one, probably the second largest police department in Texas. Okay. Right. Let's just put it that way. He's like, well, you know, I, I report that it's about 40% of the force has a problem qualifying. It's really much more than that. Yeah, I was just, I was just <laughs> deciding whether I was going to give him a pass on yeah. that. <laughs> I, you know, and I'm, again, I don't have the law enforcement. I didn't at the time have the background that I do now with law enforcement. I'm like, well, what do you mean by much more? And he goes, well, it's probably like 70 or 80%. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, anyway. And so... <laughs> I didn't go in, so I was like, all right, man, let's solve this problem for you. Yeah, it is and, a problem. Let's work on it. Right. And yeah. and so they bring this group of, and this is one of the case studies um, and one of those one-pagers I sent you. So he brought a group of 10 remedials, and um, I had two fire two firearms trainers from that department with us. And, and so, I mean, some of these police officers, um, you know, these are, are females that are like, five foot two and we're like man you must be one tough lady to want to be a cop (laughs) to want to play this game yeah (laughs) and and so i mean some of these people are coming up to the fire line so nervous like hands are shaking and you know issues and so we do do a reboot on them and it's like within a minute that's like all gone right and reboots like five five minutes ten minutes i feel like it's medical Medical industry, like, I mean, uh, I see the advantages for them, but like, you know, a pill versus a frequency that solves a problem, man, a frequency is such a less invasive, like pretty amazing tool that, you know, it's a smarter way to entry and and make changes. Amen. Like I've, I've had a meditation practice for three years, you know, a thousand reps in three years, you know, because I have an app, right. That keeps track of it. So you do, let's say, a reboot, right? And so I'll, I'll take you through some breathing and stuff when we do it. Um, but And so we do that at 110 hertz, which is like a super harmonic frequency for the human body. And so let's say in, we do a 10-minute reboot. Dude, that's like 300,000 meditations. Wow. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Man. It's just like probably just like, thank God, man. Wow. Yeah. It is. It's it's really, I mean, we're, let's go down to this section for this kind of subject right. for a moment, right? Because what happens now with that kind of volume of energy, the nervous system is then able, it's, you know, the brain is like, I might see this again, so I'm going to build all the neural pathways so I can do it again, right? And it's just the way the body is designed. And so the more you do it, the, the neural pathways start to myelinate and get stronger and get protected, blah, 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 type stuff. 
But what happens is like I have some of these police officers, like I remember the first one and he was, he sent me a text late one night and I was asleep and he was like, Hey, can you grab coffee in the morning? I said, yeah, sure. So, you know, I hit him at four thirty-five when I wake up and grab coffee and he goes, man, you're not going to believe what happened to me last night. I'm like, what? He's like cruising up to a hit, hanging on the side of the Bearcat. And uh, he's like, as my foot stepped off the ledge and I was watching where my foot was going to hit the ground. He's like, I just remember the training we had three months ago. And he's like, I could feel the stress just fall out of my body when my foot hit the ground. He goes, and he goes, I looked up and this dude's a breacher. Yeah. And he goes, I could, my vision, I just went from seeing the doorway to seeing the whole front of the building. And he's like, I was just scanning windows to ID threats. Nice. And, and so I was like, and this was the first time anybody had like, share this with me and so i started like incorporating that into when we do this reboot and so now yeah i mean cops are like yeah i was getting out of the car i put my hand on the gun and vision popped right open type stuff and so this passive ability that you have to be able to leverage this again because of the massive neuro reps that you're getting at the time and so you have this massive memory and neurological pathway to something brand new that you didn't have and so now you've associated high stress to relaxation, to expanded field of view, right? So for you guys, you know, and you've created that little bubble for your protectant, right? And, and no, and so you're constantly scanning around. Yep. And so like you, your ability to see everything in front of you, and game changer, man. Superpowers, yeah. superpowers. And that's the thing people don't realize, man, like a lot of these games we play, driving shooting like just actually finding work in an emergency oh yeah all of it has to do with so much to do with your ability to see and and visualize and see right things and see more aggressively like before i even shoot a stage like i'll walk up there and i'll open my eyes like i will like underneath my eyes i will like open my (laughs) eyes and remind myself like take this all this in you know, you and because seeing more aggressively and seeing the right things is really not getting that target fixation or getting yeah. locked into this. Oh, I got to put this tourniquet on right now. And you're not, yeah. you know, it's, it's such a huge advantage. And then being able to stay calm and think, and I know you guys have probably all been in flow at some point in time, you know, you shoot the stage or you do whatever it is and you get done. And it's like, it feels like it was slow motion because you're in that state, you know, yeah. and it sounds like that's what this can help give you access well, to. It's exactly what that's what that's what autotelic means, baby. Yeah, okay, okay. This is too, yeah, yeah. This is too yeah. on the same thing. <laughs> um so, yeah, that's that's what's right. going on, right? But the to the uninitiated, like I don't go there because a lot of people are like, whoa, what? Like <laughs> something, right? I'll need and, to get that book, man. I yeah. forget the Asian I think it was an Asian chick, Mimi. I can't remember, but <laughs> the the one that did it for for me was uh Stephen Cutler's Rise of Superman. Really? Right. Yeah. And, and so it's super well uh, footnoted, documented. And yeah. and so, yeah, I'm that guy that, uh, you know, I would read a section and he'd say, oh, this is what's going on. And so I would go to the footnotes and then I would go to that actual source document. Yeah. And, and read that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, but yeah, Rise of Superman is one of the best, the best ones that I found on Flow. And then the, the 
seminal research like back in the 70s and 80s is, is pretty amazing too but collar's kind of like the flow guy out there in the in the business world you know he doesn't play in our space okay okay that's fine we'll take we, hey, we absorb what's useful disregard what's useless add what is essentially yeah. your own put a little bruce lee on it um, yeah but uh back back to the the other remedial shooter story right yes, so 100%. showed everybody out and we rebooted them but in in like eight training cycles so 15 minutes uh every single one of these remedial shooters right were as fast and accurate as the two firearms instructors with 10 and 15 years of experience oh they were pissed <laughs> i mean they're happy but they were like wow this is this is this is uh Man, this is next level. This is Superman stuff. That's yeah. awesome. And they retain these results. Like, is yeah, any- great, great question. So one one session gives you about ten days to fourteen days. Depends okay. depends on the body, right? Stress and anxiety is a contributor that'll start to degrade that a little bit. But yeah. so two sessions, you'll get to about a month. Um, and so I try to get folks to about six sessions, which will give you conservatively six to eight months of kind of this heightened heightened state of performance wow so this is a way of life okay it is yeah like my my wife will not let me travel without taking my box with us yeah so we got to get these boxes to the right people yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean the, the bigger reason right is is i'm happy and i'm not like the anxiety level is like gone and 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 for me like i I haven't had nightmares in the last two years, right? I haven't had shit come back to me and stuff in, the, in my dreams, which is kind of for me, like, is how it how it came back. Yeah, that's awesome, man. No, that's yeah. good to go. I, yeah, that, 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 I mean, in terms of helping the community in multiple ways, like we're talking about tactics, yeah, yeah. but this, that's, that's a long tail of, of a lot more that sounds like we can get done with this thing. Um, yeah, it's super impressive, man. I mean, it's like there have been times for me, you know, dude, I'm like, getting angles around the edge of my bed with gun in hand type stuff yeah, in, yeah, yeah, in okay. my underwear you know oh yeah those <laughs> underwear moments man coming out of the abyss and yeah. the undies, man ready to <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we've been there man my wife had to learn how to wake me up for the first little while you know she had to kind of be like i'm like listen this is how <laughs> this is how this works god bless it yeah. you know sweet let's dig a little bit into uh background if you want to cool. mind um, yeah sure yeah, man. Well, I usually like to ask it in a certain way. Where's my first question here? Oh, yeah. So, Vance, who are you at your core, brother? This is the who is the man behind the work. We like to go a little deep, you know. <laughs> yeah, who am I at my core, right? Yeah, it's, you know, that changes right through our life uh, right now, right? Uh, I'm a family guy, right? I have uh, three kids, uh, two from my first wife. So my my oldest, um, he is an XO in uh, first Steel Four in the eighty second. So he he got a all expense trade, uh, all expense paid trip to uh, Kabul just a little a few months ago. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Why is that? I don't look that old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like you, you raised a dang on warrior man. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, it's not it, right. As if you have older kids, it's not the road I thought he was going to go down, but it's yeah. the road he is going down. And it's, it's yeah, yeah, you got to be proud of him, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, then my middle child, she's uh, living in Dallas, doing her thing. And then I have a ten-year-old little girl. 
right? So just turned 10, right? So multi-generational parenting. And, and so that is, for me, it's a special opportunity to, to be able to raise a child again. And um, yeah, I, I treasure that to the core, right? That's, that's my why, you know? And, and so all the stuff I did before she was born, yeah, she has no idea about. So, uh, <laughs> so you're like the equalizer to her, you know, you're like yeah. going and like playing with her and all this stuff. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I've got to like start all over, right. For her. And so she can see the pictures in the white house and stuff on the wall, but she had what the hell that stuff means. And, um, and so like, that's my why. I mean, I'm, that's what motivates me every day. It's part of when I go through my daily routine that I go through, like to, to make her proud and make my wife proud. Like that's, that's who I am at my core. Yeah. You know? That's awesome, man. And that's, I mean, that's the ultimate driver, you know, being, I don't know, I, I not to sound all like whatever, but it's the truth. Like being fueled by yeah. love is one of the, if not the most passionate, I mean, most powerful things, man. No greater love than this, the man who laid down his life for others, you know? And that's yeah. a protector's ethos right there. Yeah. And when you know they're standing behind you and you got something to live for like that, psh, that's yeah. awesome, man. That's the stuff, you know? Dude, I love that. Fueled by love. That's cool, man. No, it, it, it is, man. We're, we, you know, we, we could be some bad dudes, but even, what did I say the other day, man? I said, because, you know, I, I hate war. Like, I hate it, yeah. you know? I feel like there ain't no reason two dudes can't sit down in a room and be like, hey, all right, let's just so everyone in our nations don't have to die. Let's sit down and talk about this. But, you know, money and all this stuff. Um, But uh, I think I said something to the effect of like, you know, being a warrior, you know, I I hate war. I wish it didn't have to happen. But as long as there are evil people, we we have to be good at it. And that's our love language to protect to protect those behind us. We have to be better at it than the bad people. Um, you know, so with our protector symbol, we have the, uh, the steel faced gladiator and he's got one, he's got one tier. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, man. And that one tier is that, you know, we, we don't want to do violence, you know, but if we have to, you know, it's, it's sometimes with a heavy heart, but with love in our hearts at the same time, you know, (laughs) some some of y'all will love that. Some of y'all will love Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. So how do you, so I guess a little background, like where'd you come from? Tactical background, you know, the whole, everybody always wants to know. Yeah. So um, I'm 92 grad from West Point um, and then went to the 82nd Airborne. And um, as fate would have it, right. I had uh, living in apartments on uh, off of Riley road and in Fayetteville and the guy right across the stoop from us, um, you know, this was, so I got the brag in 93, um, right? And so really before cell phones, I think we had one computer in the company, you know, that that type of day, right? That before was satellites and shit. We got one computer. Like we, yeah. we're doing some things, you know, it's the yeah. size of a room, but we do it. Yeah. Yeah. We still did training schedules by paper, man. Like I'd run them on the mini-graph machine and hand them out to guys, right? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a day. But, um, and so I remember the, the guy across the stoop from me, like he'd show up in these like PDs, no name tapes, no patches on them, flight suits, like no patches and shit. And he was yeah. driving this like, brand new Corvette and he was a cool cat, right? Yeah. And, and one, yeah. And, you know, one Sunday morning, and I was, because I would get up and I'd run and work out and stuff on the weekends. And 
uh, I was just out there getting ready to go run, and he pulls up in his vet and just like flight suit and nothing on there. And you could, he looked like he'd been on like a fucking twelve day drunk, you know, like he was he was wrecked. <laughs> up, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Ah, we going for a run?" Yeah, no problem, man. He goes, "All right, be right back." So he shows, comes back out. Um, these Ranger Battalion Ranger panties, and man, we go for we go for a run, and that kind of was the start of this relationship that he and I built. And about a year later, he he was like, "Hey, uh, I got somebody that's going to give you a call to see if you want to like come work with us." And I was I had still no idea what this cat did. Yeah, and and so go to this like remote place um, on the backside of Bragg and show up and get invited to go to selection for them. And so it did that and then went to their training course and stuff. Um, and it was one of these things that, you know, I had covers for the whole rest of my army career for the probably first five years I got out of the army. I mean, it was that, that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, and and I had absolutely no idea like what I was getting myself into at the time because mm-hmm. I had challenging. I'll say this for the public crowd here: first marriage. Yeah, and, yep. right. And as a late twenty, early thirty year old, did not have the maturity to manage that well. Yeah, yeah. and so I was looking for a way out. It like, looks fun, and <laughs> right. Good yeah. Yeah. And so did that for a long time. Um, my last kind of job in the army was working at the White House. And yeah. um, and so it was kind of multi-role type of, of deal that I had based off my cover and what I was really doing at the time. Um, and then one day we were <clears throat> doing some training, some prep for a trip that we had coming up. And it was a normal, uh, it's probably about a week's worth of work. And um, up in the uh, northern part of D.C. And uh, and so I was taking the metro back to my my where I had my car parked. And it was an odd, uh, it was off schedule. So we just got done. We all decided to bounce for the rest of the day. So we got done like middle of the day. And so I'm sitting there leaning up against the railing waiting for my train. Mm-hmm. And this incredibly beautiful Indian woman comes up and leans like way too close than is normally acceptable in public. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, well, like touch, the, touchy. Yeah, yeah. We're the danger zone, girl. Get lost yeah, in the dark a flashlight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're telling me, so I'm picking it up right now. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. and so you know, she started making small talk, and then quickly it was like, so how's your relationship with your wife? Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, well, this is kind of weird. So just kind of like. I bounced with that. My train came up and she said she was on the same train. And I, I yeah. just said, see you later, got on the train and she did not get on that train. So I was like, something's hmm. not right here. Yeah. So I'm not this sexy. Am I this sexy? <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, one of those when you're like, this is too easy. So you know, yeah. wake up in a bathtub missing a kidney. And so I was um my train went went past one of our offices and where our security guys were. And so I went in there and I told him what happened. And then I was like, you know, come to think of it, there's this other lady. When I first moved to DC, she was this um 
I studied Russian was one of my majors at West Point. So I graduated, I was fluent in Russian, right? Because got to West Point in 88. Russia was still a big thing. I was like, I'm going to go fight the Russians. And um, so I go to, yeah, so I, I, that was my thing. It was a long time ago, right? And and so uh, then as this started to happen, I started connecting a bunch of other stuff. And I go to security guys and I'm like, hey, this is what's going on. They were like, "Mm, yeah, we knew this. Oh, guys, <laughs> you're just, you just going to let me just, you know, that's a, a honeypot. Thank God you're married because I'd probably, anyway, <laughs> that's how they yeah. would have got me in the thousand. Uh-huh. That's how they would have got me, man. They'd have got your boy. Would have been no podcasts. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, um, and that, you know, right. And that's, you know, once I knew that, I was like, oh, sh- this is, yeah. this is like, that's how this is like, Big league, right? And that, you know, I don't mind getting a fight like the next guy, but you start bringing my family into it. Um, cause I was, you know, my brain, I was like, went off the deep edge after that and was started like connecting so many things that probably were or were not connected. And, and so I called one of our, um, tech guys on my way home because we had just moved, we just bought this new place out in Northern Virginia. Um, so I rented, gutted the whole thing, right? Put new hardwood floors in, new paint, you know, literally gutted the place. Lots of vendors. And, <laughs> Lots of vendors, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so I called our tech guys. I was like, hey, can you meet me at my house like in a half hour or so? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I was like, bring a kit. He was like, got it and so it's again it's middle afternoon so it was just nobody else was home and yeah he started finding shit like all over the house and not only like um the the word that that was a surprise the thing that really blew me away was it was like stuff from many different countries so china stuff indian stuff russian stuff uh, american stuff like everybody and yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and so yeah, and so I, after that, man, I was like, I'm out. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm not playing this game. Like nobody. And, and you know, now I can be like, okay, I can I can handle this. I can deal with. I can manage it. But like back then, I was like, no, nah, I'm not playing this game. Somebody, my kids were young, man. My my youngest was. Yeah, she was like four, I think, at the time. Yeah. Three. She also my son was five at the time. Man, uh, in my house right now, man. <laughs> you know, like quarterly. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man. Okay. Yeah, and and so I bounced. Uh, I went through the process right after that to like get out of that whole world. Um, and then you know from there for really with. 16, 17, 18 years, you know, was a civilian and doing tech stuff in, in that space. Uh, and then last year, two years ago, sorry, um, kind of stumbled on this whole using electricity to really what I thought was too fast and more accurate, which is really just a whole kind of like gateway to human performance. So, and I've, you know, the what, what gave me really, gave me the foundation of it is, Shooting background was was all the um, OGA stuff that I was doing and military stuff. But the uh, I was I call myself a recovering ultra endurance athlete. So I've done 
a bunch of hundred mile ultra marathons, a bunch of fifties. Yeah. And then when I couldn't do that anymore, I started ultra endurance mountain bike racing. So like cross country on a mountain bike. So you try to get your body to race a bike, a mountain bike for two weeks, you're, you know, things start to fall apart. And so you learn a lot about the body. And, and so it's kind of how I ended up here and not so much of a nutshell, but a kind of one. No, that's good, man. That's all real good uh, information. And then, so really you're like a person who's always been one living on the edge and then two pushing to unlock maximum potential, at least from your physical body. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and then you marry that with this technology and this is like right up your alley. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, for me personally, like this is a, the first time in my life, like, you know, we are, it's our decisions that make our life. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the, it's the first time in my life that I can like go back for really 20, well, more than that. I mean, I mean, probably 30 years, the last 30 years, which has given me the foundation to do what I do now. Exactly. And everything works together. It's wild how that works, man. Everything, yeah. you know, the wins, the losses, if you just have the right mindset to make everything serve you and then keep the right perspective on it, man, Yeah, you really can. It's like an alchemy, you know, by the grace of God, you can get it all, the, it all ends up lining up, man. It's yeah, really yeah. beautiful. 100%. Yeah. Do you, now that you've been working with the technology for about two years, do you uh, experience longer lasting benefits? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it's in so many ways, like, right. Like I'm, I'm my own guinea pig and I've got uh, yeah. some buddies, um, some local SWAT guys here in Austin that I, I do some work with and train with. And um, they kind of are my lab rats sometimes, but uh, yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, like a, the normal kind of sense of awareness, um, kind of relaxed state lasts uh, a few weeks. Um, I try. And so I, there's a, you know, I, a lot of guys have been like, well, I'm going to do this every day. And and so I've done that with enough people and I've done that with um, uh, enough myself. Like there's, there's something about that that just... It, the body is much more open to it when you kind of allow the natural flow, rhythm, yeah. re- natural rhythms of, of everything. And so like I'll do, I mean, honestly, like I did my first reboot on myself um, in pro- at least five weeks or four to five weeks, um, two nights ago. Yeah. And, so- but I, I work out with it um and quite often and so there's there's some balance but i think so maybe some of that it's at a different frequency a much higher frequency but um uh, first reboot yeah five weeks is probably about my norm right now awesome sweet so da, 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 da. so okay so this i mean my natural thought is like man i'd love to get a hold of one of these things yeah. um is this something that you need uh an operator or is it something that people can purchase and have in the comfort of their own homes? Or what would you say yeah, about good, that? Good question. You know, there's the short answer is really close. Yeah. And so I feel like it's, uh, from my experience, it's, it's really like, um, you know, you develop the level of expertise that you want to be an expert in, right? So if you want to be an expert EP guy, you want to be a police officer, you want to, whatever it is that's your, your deal, like, um, 
I feel like that's your thing, you know, there. And, and two years ago, we thought like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to buy this device. And I don't have one with me. I should, but this is my, my soft surface. So it's about the same size, but just about that thick. Um, you know, and so the, a couple of years ago, we were like, yeah, you're going to buy this thing. And it's going to make you better. Um, and like, so can I, you like I've, do other things like learn to play the guitar with it and stuff. You can. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some, balance of the neural pathways really need to kind of be there to some degree um or like those first couple sessions like i've taken brand new shooters uh which yeah like had a gun for two weeks type of stuff and never shot before the first session wheels kind of fall off right Right. because it's just a ton of information and plus they're getting the stimulus and and so it's a lot but man the second session it's massive massive improvements um and still in a way that you can't replicate on your they would take a decade plus to like get that level of experience wow um but yeah, you can. And and so, yeah, if you want, you want to buy one of these things, you, you can definitely buy one um, or and you can we're happy to sell it to you. Right. Uh, but the the other piece is there, especially when it comes to kind of the more lethal skills of shooting guns, of CQB, of, you know, executive protection driving or aggressive drive, whatever these kind of skills that are in our world. Right. I mean, there there's a level of of expertise with the NX Pro that that we have now that it's it would take you time to figure it out okay you can do that you know or like I've done with several police departments and like we're doing with um one of the tier one units uh their next new operator train new operator class starting in September is um you can just have us come work with you yeah right and and honestly like there's that's in the firearms world, like that's the world we prefer to be in because I ideally like I, I don't want to be a firearms trainer, right? Like this is my thing. And so I leverage a technology with with your shooters as a trainer. And yeah. and so you get faster results and less better results in less time, you know, type of thing. Like we were we were with um uh, uh, Grand Prairie Police uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. and this this range master was like, "I got that guy for you." And this was first time, so he's like, "Let's start with one dude, and then we'll get to the rest of this this group that you have." And so he was a magic. child. Just taste the yeah. magic, yeah. You know, they have a pinky yeah. in that room. <laughs> <laughs> he he was the problem child, and so okay. patted this cat up. Um, we go to town on what this range master called his Skittles drill, right? So it's one of those silhouette targets that's got the body parts in it. And then on the sides, it's got like the different colored shapes color. and numbers and stuff in there. Yeah. And, and so he ran this kid through this Skittles drill. And um, first session, uh, two targets. I want to say like five rounds of five cycles of training. So maybe 15 minutes. Um, then he goes off to some other gun work, comes back, and we do the second one. Man, if I was at my house, I'd show you the targets because I have them hanging, hanging up behind me in my office. But 50% faster, 50% more accurate. So you see shock groups, you know, overall dispersion like this. Wow. I mean, cut in half in this wow. cat in like 30 minutes of training. Wow. And so this range master grabs this kid's targets, holds them up to his boss, and was like, I can't do what you want me to do. Um, without bags 
without because they don't without us. Okay. okay. You know, because they're it's a police department, right? So yeah, they don't have the money to do the training. They don't have the time to do training because they're all understaffed, right? So most of these guys are working doubles or triples, and yeah. the last last thing they want to do is go to the range and shoot, right? Yeah. You know? Or it's like this was a class of, of police officers that are coming into a police department and this time is getting chopped, you know, half a day here, a day here that he was like, I, I can't do, I can't get the standards you want me to get in the amount of time that you give me without, without Vance. And, uh, so you need the chef, man. You got to get the chef. If you, and I imagine, I imagine, it's uh, very important to get the right reps and the right type of reps if they're going to be so heavily impacting you. Yeah. Maybe you're, yeah. maybe, I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah, so I got a question for you. I'll ask you one back. Like, what, what's a bad rep? Um, Like, I think the most common one is guys just, like, dry firing at home, trying to go faster and just, like, maybe just throwing, you know, throw like you know you get a bad grip and you just keep on kind of going with it and instead of yeah. taking the time to get like all right i got my master grip and i'm where i want to be like like i like when i start dry firing usually i'll start off at like a medium speed and then yeah then i feel like okay this is how i want to do it then i'll start trying to taper up the speed a bit so those sloppy reps or or if you don't know the fundamentals uh, really, you know, trying to still execute on the action, trying to get the rounds on target without actually yeah. implementing the fundamentals, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's good. I mean, I, and I kind of used to be that way, but I, yeah. I'm a believer right now. Yeah. The best kind of training program out there. Mm-hmm. The one that, it's the one that you do, that you do. That you actually right. do. Yeah. That you actually do. That you actually do. Yeah. That's right. Cheap. Because you, if you think about it, right, if you can walk in and in 20 minutes, you're getting 300,000 reps, like one, one bad trigger pull, one bad grip, like, okay, you're going to get 280,000 more. Right. I mean, it's, and, and so with, with the NX pro with us, you're able to like overwrite those bad, I'd say bad habits, you know, in the blink of an eye and in a single repetition, uh, you know, physical repetition, you're able to override it in an instant. Um, yeah. And so you're able to learn the proper way in mm. instantly. Wow. You know? And so in, in my mind, like there, there is no such thing as a bad rep. A rep is a rep. Okay. Right. Um, and then they, the, the other concept is, is really this lethality continuum that we've kind of been developing because in old school, at least in, in my expert opinion, right. It was, you know, accuracy comes with speed type of thing, mm-hmm. or no, I would have it right. You got to go slower to be accurate. Yeah, and, yeah. and so yeah, this fast thing. Yeah, and so like I'm, I'm a believer, man. Like I've got roughly twenty seven thousand data points now on all the guys that we worked with, and and speed begets accuracy. I mean, I can, I can show you dudes that are going super fast, and then the accuracy just comes right into that after. 10 15 20 minutes somewhere in there usually oh i have to agree with you man what the guy that luke agajanian who's a master shooter out here yeah uh he you know kind of walked me into the shooting world and we were we were talking a few like a year or so ago and he's like you know what i I found he's like these guys that start off in the open division with like the gun the easiest gun you can shoot fast and just focus on going fast it's almost like 
you learn how to do it faster. Like you learn how to drive a sports car, you know, it's like, and you actually just learn how to do it faster instead of learning how to do it and then trying to go faster. It's like, no, just learn how to do it faster. Um, (laughs) I hope that's not too simplified. Aim more, miss less, shoot faster. But, but really it's like, when you learn how to do it faster, man, you got to do it faster to learn how to do it faster, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. There's, there's a lot of these, like, I call them like neuro firearms trainers that are out there and, you know, and they stress like building on the neural pathways and all that type of stuff. And, and so they'll start them slow. And I'm like, dude, you're going to learn slow. Like yep. you want to learn slow. Do you want to learn fast? I was like, when these cats like go out in the street and they're on, you know, they're on call and they're on a shift, like shift them, go down slow. It goes down fast. And, yeah. and, and so you got to be able to perform to that. And so that's where we're, we're a believer. Like, you know, the, one of the concepts, like when we're at the range that I share with shooters, I mean, even tier one dudes, I'm like, man, you got to allow yourself to be faster. Yep. Let the wheels come off and then learn how to put it back on while you're in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I've, I've seen, I mean, thousands of times now to where as long as we're getting faster, and yeah. and shit's still on the paper, um, mm-hmm. are still on target. Like we keep going, yeah. and because then then what happens is right after that is when the accuracy comes into play. You know, because it's wow. it's it's pretty magic. And and I've played around with it enough now that I, I'm hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. What about this Murph thing? Hit this case study in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that case study. It looked pretty gnarly. Dude, it's so who doesn't know about the Murph Hero one, right? Yeah. So, mile run, 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, 300 air squats, mile run of 20 pounds. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm a vet like a lot of folks out there. And uh, May, uh, Memorial Day 2020, so COVID, right? Um, all lockdown. So, all my buddies were throwing our Murph times into signal. And, uh, that that day, May 30, 2020, I was, you know, it's COVID and all that just stuff around that. I started adding up the names of what Murph meant something to me for, and I got to 53. Wow. So I decided to do Murph 53 times. Not Woo-hoo! in a row, but for 53 days, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. So yeah. And and so I and I break it into 10 cents. Like I wasn't, I, you know, to do it that many times, like that it tears up your hands enough you can't do pull-ups and stuff so i break it broke it into 10 sets but i you know doing it 53 times i know my best which was 40 i should have it over maybe 47 minutes 14 i think 47 let's say 47 minutes mm-hmm. um and and so fast forward start doing all this like crazy shooting stuff that i've been doing working with new x i get my first mx pro march of 2021 and you're already a slow murph guy though <laughs> yeah i feel like i felt like it right you're just fine that's what's up dude i had there i was like in the middle of pack of my group and i was like yeah. damn but, no, but so fast, fast forward i get my nx pro um i start working out with it a couple months before memorial day 2021 yeah and um with no mind of mirth in in focus at all or focus of my training just doing crossfit stuff i i follow the programming for a gym here called atomic athlete which is like you know crossfit on steroids type of thing and 
Yeah, CrossFit yeah, ain't good enough. Yeah, right, <laughs> CrossFit yeah. is for mortals. <laughs> yeah, we want it on steroids. I love it. I are, love it. These streets are crazy. Like one of the one of the founders, he's a regiment guy. Um, another one was a, a trainer up in Mountain Athlete in Utah. If you guys are familiar with Mountain Athlete or Mountain Athlete Institute up there, I know it's Jackson Hole, Wyoming is where it is. Okay, I mean these these dudes are like nuts. You and, do anything on a mountain, it's the it's it's more of a real deal. I, yeah, I learned my lesson so, in dang mountains. Yeah, so Memorial Day 2021, I roll out there, pat up the NX Pro just to get activated, get warmed up, got the heart yeah. rate like 120, throw on the desk, and I'm uh, walking down my driveway, and I'm like, I'm going to crush Murph today. Yep. And, you know, and so um, I lay out my rocks, so I know when I hit 10 cents, and I'm not going to like screw it up. And so I roll out there, do my 10 sets. I'm coming across the finish line. I hit stop on my watch. And I see the three zero for 30 minutes. And I was like, fuck, huh? I could have gone faster. <laughs> really? That was, my, that was my first thought. Yeah. So I was like 30 minutes at 30, 12 or 30 minutes. That's that flow change. thought, man. Like when I'm, whenever I hit that state, I get done and I'm like, man, I felt like I was in slow motion. I could have done that faster. And everyone's like, Oh, your time. Like you killed it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's a lot going on with that. It's much more than flow. Um, so, um, you know, when you, when you apply, this type of current to the body mm-hmm. um you know what happens is it it draws blood flow to those muscles oh. okay so more blood flow right and, and so allow you to do more as well. yeah Not just a psychological right right more and so you think about are you still there oh yeah i'm right i'm i got you okay now the screen we're playing. but so more blood flow right and so what does the body do to that it adapts and it adapts by building vessels, you know, blood vessels. So now you have more blood flowing to those muscles, more oxygen going to those muscles. You're, you've trained the nervous system that you're recruiting many, many more times motor, many more motor units than you normally would to do work. And so now you're able to output way more. And that's how I got like 34% better in a matter of two months. And so the... The crazy thing is I was like, oh, this is some kooky, you know, 20 years of ultra endurance stuff that just happened to manifest on May 30th, 2021. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was, you know, the planets weren't aligned and I could run faster or something like that. that The spirit of Goggins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah, so this was the first time I reached out to a bunch of SWAT buddies here in town. I was like, hey, you guys want to be lab rats? And and so sure enough, got four of them, same, you know, and they're all SWAT dudes, so they're in good shape. But yeah. the average improvement for them was 26%. Um, two months, 18 workouts is all that we did. The average workout time was 30 to 43 minutes long. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Long. Like it's, this is truly like if you take a box and this is where I've been for however many years, or if you have a team or a department, this is where the box that all of my guys fit into. Um, move that box up 20% at least, and that's where you are afterwards. Wow, that is amazing, it's, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and so the crazy thing, like my, my business partner, Harold Hill, 
Um, so he was a medical sergeant major for the unit his last 16 years in the army. And we were, um, we had just finished the first, uh, working with one of the tier one units for our first time. And we were sitting at dinner that night. And I was like, you know, it'd be dope if, um, you know, like this whole unit could be trained with us. Like imagine, I mean, that would take a team of 12 guys into 15, you know, if you're 20 or 30% more lethal. Right. And then you start playing that math out. And so just think about it from a regular infantry company. That's like adding a platoon to every infantry company in the military. Wow. Man. Yeah. Force multiplier. Yeah. Or even police wise. So you've turned a, you know, what would have been a six officer call into four officer call. Wow. Right. That's huge. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's like adding 400,000 more soldiers to the battlefield and, and 300,000 more cops to the street. That's a no brainer. That's a no brainer. Awesome, <laughs> man. That is huge. Wow. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. Hardest lesson you've learned in the field, either from your tactical career uh, oh. or you're doing this stuff. The hardest lesson. Hardest lesson. Yeah. Treat people with respect. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah. Yeah, and this was this was as a brand new second lieutenant, right? So we were, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so JR, JRTC or NTC, uh, at, you know, back in the day at Bragg, man, we were, we were going all over the place, and so I think it was, it was NTC. So I had a cat that um, radio guy lost a comsec device at night in the box at the National Training Center. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and, Bruh. And, and, and right, it, it's army, right? So the thing is dummy ported around your neck. Like yeah, 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 yeah. your weapon and all the other compass and all the important stuff, right? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, you got to find him on that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And so I, um, yeah, I went ape shit on him. Yeah. Like, you could on, on, the, on the radio, too. Oh, man. So in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. On the, yeah. And so, and I, you know, for me, it was, it was one of those first like big professional lessons that uh, I realized that I'd learned. And so, yeah, I'm standing in front of the whole platoon and I was like, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. explain to everybody what happened because, you know, everybody fucking heard what happened and at least their perspective. And I apologize for treating them this way. And right. It, it made it better. And, yeah. and the guy appreciated that. Fortunately, uh, platoon sergeant found the comsec device in about an hour. <laughs> Christ yeah. averted. Nobody's yeah. going home. Nobody's yeah. going home tonight. <laughs> yeah, oh, but that that was a hard one. I mean, besides yeah. like almost dying a bunch of times too. But that was that was probably that was the first like really hard one. So that's why I probably wow. stitched it. Yeah, yeah, man. But you made it. I mean, apologizing in front of your platoon goes a long way, I think, man. And being yeah. cool enough, being a type of person to even consider that, that says a lot about your character, man. That's that's huge, too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good yeah. one. Treat everyone with respect. I always say anybody can kill you. And <laughs> anybody can kill you. you bad. And, you know, everything good and bad in your life will come through relationships. You know, you never know. Yeah, you, you never know who who's watching you. I had a guy... Yeah. I had a guy today in the gym, just kind of like, you could just tell he just kind of wanted to say hi. And, I, you know, I'm in the zone. I got my pre-workout, yeah. you know, the beast is out, you know, like you know, in my little corner. And then, uh, you know, he walks kind of by me and I'm, you know, fortunately I already have this ingrained and I'm just like, Hey man, morning, dude, how you doing? 
And uh, he's, we talk a little bit and he's like, yeah. And he asked me what I do. So then I'm like, all right, we're doing that. So I asked him what he does. And he's like, yeah, I'm the district yeah. attorney. I'm like, Oh snap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, me, me. I hope I yeah. never have to see it, but it's good to yeah. know you. You need a spot. Like you need to yeah. wipe that machine down for you. you know? Yeah. It's just like yeah, that, yeah. you know? And you know, I, we have a positive contact and I'm beginning my social engineering already, <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. a good guy every time. He's there you, here, go. you know, you know, so, yeah. uh, yeah, man, that, that treat lead with respect a hundred percent. What would you say is your proudest uh, moment in the field? Proudest. Honestly, it was, uh, it was that time I told you about a couple of years ago, um, when uh really the first time we got to work with a tier one unit wow. right and so i'd done by that time i'd probably had a hundred or so sessions um you know at, at all levels and uh and i remember i was patting up these operators and harold was behind me and he was helping me and got the first guy patted up and get ready to turn everything on and go hunt and yeah. i leaned over to harold and i was like sure hope this works man <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a moment. There's a moment. Yeah. I know I did my diligence. I know uh-huh. I've done everything, but I really hope this this worked. Am I crazy? Why am I even here? Yeah. It's like when you're going right. up on the roller coaster. You're like, I wanted uh-huh. to do this. This seemed like a good idea. You're like, am I sure? Yeah. Why am I even here? You know, like, what did yeah. I do? You know, that's awesome. Right. And that was the first time we'd ever worked with guys like that, man. And uh-huh. and so I had no idea like what would happen. And and so sure enough, I mean, so you take this tier one unit and they're, I've worked with them all now and yeah. they are uh, HRT in my opinion. And I, yeah. well, I shouldn't say that the data shows they are the best shooters in the world, wow. but um, yeah, 21% faster, 35% more accurate in roughly an hour of training Wow. at that, at that level. Right. And I remember, and so I remember the, oh, it was, when I started seeing those numbers, it was super cool. I was, you know, validated everything I had done up to that point. But um, we ended that that two day of training. We were doing some uh, night vision work, right? So nods and in, indoors and a night range. And I had this one this one part of this team on one end of the range, and then the rest of them was doing some other uh, night vision work on the other end. And I could hear them. They were whatever the drills were. They were doing. You know, they were timing it kind of like what we were and um i could hear the the team leader down there he's being like one percent faster three percent faster like it was you know those he was trimming the margins yeah. right and and so and i i called that out right when we had our kind of like follow-up in our report that we provided to him like your guys were doing trimming the fat down here we were taking an axe over here going 20 and 30 percent better in a fraction of the time man that's awesome and, and so for me like yeah it was super that was one of the proudest moments of my life because it was Validated. you know addition to kids and all and all that stuff but yeah it really it really validated a lot of what we're doing heck yeah man that's awesome favorite quote mantra saying <clears throat> well i mean i don't yeah i mean right now honestly it's a goggins one which is just i was i uh, can't remember it's one of the things um, part of one of my daily routines, right? There's a bunch of like YouTube stuff that I go through and there's, there's one of those Goggins ones to where he just talks about savagery, yeah. right? Which it's just a word that he made up, but savage, savagery is like one of those sayings that 
you know, as I've, as I've gotten older, um, you know, especially at my place in life, like I, um, you know, there's just a lot, things were easier when I was younger. And, and so to be able to take a new business, a totally new concept that's foreign to everybody and just being a savage about it is really just one of these things that I've had to kind of adopt. And, and, and so that's, that is one of those things that every single day, this little nine minute Goggins thing comes on when I do my workout in the morning and it gets me going, man. I love that, man. I'm the same way, man. When I work out, I'd be listening to all my moto. I have a, I have a playlist I put together over the last like decade of like yeah, six, yeah. 700 motivational. <laughs> there you go. Like that. And I put that on and I just start hammering, man. And that's yeah. really, you do the same thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that. Nah. Like I don't listen to any pop culture, anything. It's going in my head. It's making me smarter, better, or it's the type of music I can think and think yeah. and meditate and, and deconstruct things to, you know? Um, oh, man. Yeah. The, the next question is favorite habit people should consider to improve their lives. But you've been mm-hmm. talking about this daily routine a little bit. Yeah. The biggest, honestly, man, the big, yeah, the biggest thing, I think for me, I had uh, one of the paramedics I was working with, he, he brought it up because we kind of did a recap podcast um Saturday this past Saturday with him and and you know he kind of commented on just a few things about me that just got me thinking um and so it kind of plays in line with our reboot but the uh which is just being mindful Mm -hmm. and and so that kind of practice uh is something that like I said earlier I started it three years ago but I I believe like this is one of the core things from an emotional perspective that's just helped me recognize what's going on with the reboot. And it's given, it's shown me that the, there's some distance between an event and emotion. Hmm. And it's, it's our choice to be able to let that emotion go. Right. Yep. And, and we may need to given on the situation, Yeah. but ultimately it's our choice. Right. Yeah. And, and so when you're dealing with other people, you know, to treat people with respect, sometimes you, you don't want to let those emotions go, especially with our kind of backgrounds. So my mindfulness is is top of the list for me. Huge. And find a perspective. Like something hits me and it hurts or it's bad. It's like, dude, is it bad? Like nothing's good, nothing's bad. What you think yeah, yeah. it's it bad, you know? And so I I, yeah. I it's like that met I call it um alchemy of the mind. It's like, how can I make this thing serve me? You know, okay, I'm still here. Oh, I'm yeah, stronger yeah. because of it. Okay. I yeah. You know, it didn't kill me. So you know what? That's that's a that's a scalp, man, for me. That's a that's a that's a a stripe for me. That's some struggle credentials, maybe. What did I learn from this? I ain't gonna let this thing. Sometimes I win, sometimes I learn. I ain't gonna let this just happen. This didn't just happen. <laughs> I'm too conscious to just let this, you know. So I yeah. you try to build yourself up with that perspective. It's so makes life. And then if you can tap into like even gratitude for the challenge, you know, like, you know what, this is life's love language. I'm honored by this challenge. Who would David be without Goliath? You know, like this is in front of me to make me get better, you know, and, or, you know, or if you can tap into compassion for someone who's done something bad for you to you, man, it sucks that he's living in that state to where he feels like he needs to do this. You know, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm right here. (laughs) You know, and, 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 and you can, that stuff you're talking about is that's that's the uh that's cooking with tartar sauce right there, man. There you go. <laughs> that's that blue cheese right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, kids. Uh, I got one and I got one on the way. There you go, man. You're a great dad. 
I'm, I'm trying. We yeah, <laughs> got a lot to do. So, but I'm gonna do yeah, my best. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, man, yeah. This is what are you up to these days, and where can people find you, sir? Yeah. So, uh, websites 18-ps.com. Uh, again, 18-ps.com, and then uh, Instagram is uh, autotelic underscore performance. Uh, and I, I've been remiss on on posting stuff, but I'll have a bunch that's coming out here probably in the next week or so. But those are the the two best ways. Um, 18-ps.com and uh, autotelic underscore performance on IG. And then if you could send me those links, I'll put them in the show notes for everybody for sure, for sure. You got it. Man, Vance, this has been super dope to use a scientific oh. term, you know. This is <laughs> awesome, man. We're leveling up, yeah. leveling up protectors. You guys better take advantage of this. Get this to your training directors, uh, your department heads, and uh, get Vance out here, man, to train you guys, you know, because it's uh, awesome. this is an edge. And, and, it, and it also sounds like it'll improve our overall um, well-being. Uh, so definitely yeah, something we want to find ways to capitalize on, man. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, Byron. It's an honor, sir. Dude, the honor's mine, man. Heck yeah, that's awesome. This is my MCK. There are many like it, but this one is mine. If you've got a firearm sitting around, a pistol that you are not doing anything with, get an MCK. They make them for every single model. If you want a micro conversion kit that will turn your handgun into a force multiplier, get one, man. They are ultra affordable. CAA MCK micro conversion kits are the changing the game, y'all. So if you don't have one, you need to get one. Get one. Your women, children, people that are less physically potent will be able to fire your firearm to farther distances with more accuracy. You will be able to fire your firearm to farther distances with more accuracy. I want to get one of these into the hands of a hundred thousand more protectors this year because ultimately we are only as good as the things the nation is only as good as its protection your home is only as safe and as good as your ability to protect it mck go get one drop your handgun in take it to the next level out Boom. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place. Do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can because it makes all of these things possible. Thanks for those contributions. Yo, and before we go, you know I got a shout out to the sponsors, starting out with Primary Weapon Systems, PWS. They truly are the evolution of the rifle. Use Byron for 10% off. Grayman and Company, the most comfortable tactical suits in the game. Use Byron for 10% off with them. Until the next podcast, this is Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade. Out.
Boom.